like anything in business, we're all exploring, does that work for me? No, it doesn't. How can I make it work for me? You know, is it in line with my values? Does it help me show up in an authentic way? You know, we're there's so much that we get to explore and human design can be a really beautiful part of that journey. Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast. I'm Pandora Paloma, life and business coach for women. I'm an author, speaker, mum of one, and all-round miracle and magnetism supporter. It is my mission to create change, to change how women think and feel, see their power and use their feminine force to become magnetic. I help women to live a life in alignment, elevate their mindset, expand their beliefs, and live their vision in life and business. Now for me, magnetism is about being flexible, resilient, in tune with intuition, and really harnessing the power of our mindset and beliefs with aligned action. It's learning to let life flow, not always striving and pushing, but also learning to be open to receiving in new and magical ways. This podcast is a sprinkle of magnetic energy from my corner of the world to yours. I am so thrilled to have today's guest on the show. Her name is Livy Yesenos, and she is a human design specialist. She is someone who I have had my design read by personally, and I've just signed up to her business by design course. And it really got me thinking about how much I wanted to speak to her to help you, my wonderful audience, understand how human design can help you build sustainable success in your business. So welcome, Livy. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Beautiful. It's a pleasure to have you. I think the first question that probably needs to be answered is, what is human design? (laughs) Yeah, the big question. Um, So human design, I describe it as a self-awareness tool. It's a modality that draws on different philosophies, including um, astrology, the Hindu chakra system, the I Ching and the Kabbalah tree of life, as well as quantum physics. So it's a synthesis of lots of different modalities. And what it does is it draws on the data in the sky, essentially, at the time at which we are born, to help us understand how unique we are as beings. So it's known as the science of differentiation. So the science of what is making us different, what's making us unique. Um, So yeah, that's a a short introduction to, to what it is. And leading from that, how did you get into it? Um, well, it's a long journey, <laughs> but it started when I was working as a lawyer um, in a previous life and I was very unfulfilled in my day job. Um, I kind of knew that there was something more that I was here to do. And I had that intuitive feeling that it wasn't being in law and working as a lawyer. And I... I guess I went on a bit of a sort of spiritual journey, had a bit of an awakening, you might say. Um, and one thing led to the other. I was kind of on a bit of a, um, a path where I was finding different, you know, modalities like astrology, do, was into sort of crystal healing and then became a Reiki practitioner. And you know how you kind of go round, round and wind round the spiritual path. And eventually I was led to human design. Um, I spent some time away from law and I went traveling to South America 
Um, and we ended up doing some volunteering in the Amazon jungle. And there were people there who were kind of speaking about astrology and um, just different modalities. And I went on, a, I guess, a bit of a quest <laughs> and, and asked for guidance as to, you know, what just really just opening up and being receptive as to what my sort of next steps were and what my purpose was, really. I was sort of seeking that, you know, the answer to that question of what am I here to do? Um, And within a few months of coming back from the trip, I was introduced to the system and I had a reading done by, funnily enough, an ex-lawyer. And at the time, I felt really seen and understood. um, And it sent me on this path of just discovering as much information as I could about it um, and well yeah here we are about five years later where I've committed to studying and training and um, just going down the rabbit hole of human design really um, so that was the initiation and um, I think it was going to find me at some point one one way or another um, but that was yeah how it happened for me. Incredible I just love I call them turning points, you know, the turning points in our Mm. lives that completely shift the direction that we're going in. And sometimes it can be a person or sometimes it could be a book or, you know, just something landing in your lap and it just completely shifts the direction in which you were, you were going, you know? Yes. Um, I believe that the role of the entrepreneur is changing and I suppose I'm, I'm interested to hear how you feel that human design can support us specifically in our businesses yeah definitely I think so for me the way it's helped is really making me see how unique I am and what I have to offer like what my natural gifts and skills are and predominantly that has given me confidence to sort of show up in a in a really um, individual way so I think the role of human design in business is really to help with self-empowerment with self-sovereignty with self-confidence um, and it allows us to get visible and sort of market ourselves in a way that is authentic to us so I think you know we were sort of talking before there are some incredible strategies that are out there um, but they might not necessarily apply to your own unique blueprint. They might work for somebody who's, you know, got a particular blueprint or energetic imprint and, and that works for them to kind of grow and build their business in that way. But it may not for somebody else. And so for human design and business, it's really giving us clarity on how you're uniquely designed to sort of show up and prosper in this world. So um, instead of following or copying pasting a sort of model it's about tuning into your uniqueness how you best interact with other people you know what your unique sort of strategy could be to show up in a way that feels good for you um and um so much more it can kind of speak to your innate calling your kind of purpose energy within your business of service and who those sort of soul clients are in supporting your mission beautiful and there are four different types is that correct (laughs) yeah so depends who you speak to so the purists will say probably four types the more evolved um I guess the kind of new age practitioners uh describe five types but um essentially your type is your entry point into human design and um much like astrology you might kind of think of your sun sign as like a core energy that helps you um connect with who you are um 
with human design, we have these different types, so these energy types. And the type really speaks to how you interact with others and, um, yeah, how you exchange energy with others and how you relate kind of in an energetic way to the world around you. So they are, um, there's the manifestors, um, there's projectors, reflectors, manifesting generators and generators. So that's the entry point, the kind of starting point into human design. And for example, what are the key differences? So I know that I'm a manifesting generator. Um, what are the kind of, mm. if you could give like one bit of advice for each type in terms of their business, is can you do that or is it far too complex? <laughs> No, you definitely can. I think it's um, you can kind of break it down, like energetically break things down by type for sure. The type will reveal a lot of information about how you show up or even, you know, what your sort of purpose or role is um, in business. So let's start with the manifestors. They're about 9% of the population and they are the true sort of initiators um, in business. So tend to be generally like creative individuals here to get things started to innovate to initiate um that might be you know initiating projects conversations business movements it's a very kind of catalytic energy that's very fire starty let's say so um when they're in business they're bringing a sense of originality a sense of inspiration acting quite independently and quickly and you often see them catalyzing others into into um, you know a specific direction or revealing what the possibilities are for others um, in business. So it's a very um, starty, initiating kind of energy. And one of the things that they experience is though they have all this fuel to start, they're not always the people that are here to kind of follow through. And I think that's an important point to make because in business, often when we start out. We try, well, we have to do everything in general. You know, we, we kind of wear lots of different hats, don't we? And I had one client who was a manifester who kind of came to me and wanted to explore her human design. And she was sort of saying, I, I, I have all these ideas and I, I want to start things, but I never have the energy to follow through. And I always just want to, you know, use that fire starting energy, but feel like a failure if I don't follow it through. But actually that was just her really tuning into her natural design and how she's here to move energetically in the world. So really interesting for her to sort of surrender to that and make her business work in, in a way that suits her design. So they're the manifestors. And then you have the generators. So generators are the individuals who are here to bring vitality and sustainable life force to the world. So they're here to achieve mastery in a field that they love. So they're here to wake up in the morning, battery full of life force, and they put that energy towards things that they love doing. And they become magnetic in business by simply following what they love doing. I often say to them, you should put your income earned second to what you, like as a priority, to what you love doing. Because the way that you earn income as a generator in business is by truly honouring your desires, saying yes to the things that you really, that really light you up rather than the things that you feel you should do. Um, so it's this magnetism that they bring in business and ability to raise vibration. Um, and they just have this warm and sort of passionate aura that you want to be around when they're in their design and they're in their flow. So um, here to share knowledge and mastery in a particular area, usually. 
And then you've got the manifesting generators, which is your design, and they are a combination of um, the generator and the manifesto that we've kind of spoken about. So you might perhaps relate to both of those explanations or both of those energies that I've just shared with you. Um, but in particular, manifesting generators, they they tend to be very fast moving. So um, they have lots of, some, some people describe them as like these energizer bunnies in business. It's like they have lots of stamina and energy and they move quite quickly. They, I often think that they are the fastest kind of moving in terms of um, having lots of different sort of passions and projects and not necessarily wanting to focus their energy in one particular direction so for me the manifesting generator is is trying to sort of open up a new pathway a new way of doing things that's non-linear so because they are this hybrid type and the newest type of of all of the types they come in with the um yeah with this vitality and this I describe it as magnetic mastery, so moving from one thing to the next and mastering in quite a quick way. One of the challenges they have is things not moving quickly enough. So <laughs> they want to often perhaps be in that initiating manifesting energy, but they are actually here to respond to life and you know being saying yes to the things that they love doing in that in that sort of generator type way. Um, but yeah, incredibly magnetic. Again, ability to raise vibration, warm aura that's sort of showing us all what's possible if we don't follow this this linear pathway. When I have manifesting generator clients, they often are the ones that. Um, perhaps not necessarily find it um difficult to niche but they have they often have very like many interests and a feeling of like wanting to go in different directions I don't know if that feels true for you um yes it does (laughs) I always like what's next and what's next and what's next and what's next and what's next um I've painted my office it's currently being painted I think it's like the fifth time you know I'm just like and on to the next thing and you know what this (laughs) this grew up let's do this let's do this and I know that it's hilarious I'm like the person who sees my friend but gets shit done but it can be equally like very very frustrating for those close to me because they're just like is nothing ever enough and you know a big part of of, (laughs) of my my journey recently has been like okay there's in some areas of my life I just need to like allow things to just be and then there's other areas where I just can't let them be and I have to just continually move forward you know and my business is sort of one of them so yeah it really does resonate yeah yeah amazing I think when you kind of see that within yourself and accept that and almost lean into it it's like okay I just big permission slip to you know to do life in the way that feels aligned for you manifesting generators because they move so quickly they often miss some steps and then maybe have to go back and um you, you know like repeat some steps or um but they yeah they move very quickly as individuals and um I really believe they're kind of like a model for um like our limitless potential really in 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 this lifetime um so it's really empowering to see manifesting generators sort of step into um their design and 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 reveal to us what what is possible so um yeah I love that I love that too (laughs) yeah big 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 permission slips so projectors are um a smaller percentage so they are the uh, about 20 odd percent that's that, that number's growing um sorry I should have said before the manifesting generators and generators together are about 70 percent of the population so they make up you know the majority of the life force on the planet and then you've got the projectors who are about 20 percent um 
and their natural role are the guides. So they tend to excel at organising and leading individuals. Um, they work very well one-on-one. They have this focused and sort of penetrating aura um, that really thrives uh, in business when they're recognised by others and invited in to share their gifts. Um, one of the challenges they have is a sense of sort of sustainability, trying to keep up with the generators and the manifesting generators when they don't have the what we call consistent sacral energy to do so. So, um they yeah they have this great ability to ask intuitive questions you see a lot a lot a lot of coaches who are projectors um and, and you may well be a, a you know a coach not being a projector but you tend to see it's like the the coaching industry is, is full of projectors which sort of speaks to their you know their natural ability to to guide but there's so you know the chart is so nuanced that there can be so many reasons that you might sort of fall into that role um, but yeah, a good ability to sort of understand systems, um, read people and, and, and be that sort of natural guiding role. And then finally, you have the reflectors who are just 1% of the population. So very, very rare beings. And they are the wise observers of the community. So they can kind of reflect the health of the people um, around them. They are sensitive to the kind of cosmic environment in that they have this this special connection to the moon in their design. And um, what they bring to us in business is reflecting the truth and showing people parts of themselves. So almost like that mirror type energy. Um, they can they have an incredible sensitivity to environment to I almost see it as like you know the wise observer in the middle of the community or the tribe that's sort of reflecting back at how we're all doing they just have um, a natural gift to be able to do so when they're living their design so um, yeah it's an important role that they're really here to play and I think part of their role is really to just guide humanity towards this sort of cooperative and more just and more peaceful world while we're all working together so um yeah they play a a really special role in business as well incredible and I'm sure that most people now are dying to know Livy what what are you (laughs) yeah so I'm a projector and um I think I felt really sort of seen and understood when I I learned about um um, the role of the projector and I tried tried to keep up I was living my life as a generator I think or um, you know manifesting generator somebody who had who thought that they had a lot of energy and I was actually just sponging off energy of the people around me and um, I am quite sensitive to environment I remember when I was a lawyer I always used to sort of tuck myself away in, in the office trying as far away from people as possible to try and not be sort of disturbed by the energy and i I I try and um, just keep up and, and, and run into so much burnout and exhaustion because I wasn't in my natural role. I wasn't kind of sharing my natural gifts in that role. I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't. Um, and it was just, it was showing up in so many different ways, including my health. Um, so I, yeah, it was it was a real permission slip to sort of step into who I was and start to learn about my natural gifts. Um and as projector, you know, reading the human design system, I see, you know, I see the chart and I can, I feel like I can see things um, with it. And interestingly, they offer projectors discounts to learn human design because they know that they have a natural gift to sort of to read the system well. 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm a projector. And actually, if you're wondering what you are, if you're listening and you're wondering, um, there's a website called Jovian Archive, which is connected to a lot of the source material for human design. And you can go and you can look up your chart on there. It's just um, a link to look, look up your human design. So that's how you do it um, if, if you're listening and wondering. How has human design and understanding you as a projector helped your business specifically, would you say? Yeah, great question. So I think what I've done is I've sort of allowed myself to attune to this natural role as a guide and being a projector. Um, knowing that I don't have what we call this this sacral energy that most of the life force do, um, most of the life force of the population do. So I've really settled into my role as a guide and attuned to my strategy, which is all about waiting for recognition and invitation from others. When a projector is seen and recognised by other people, they... Um, they can kind of share their magic from a place where they know it will be received because they have quite a penetrating aura. If they're not invited to share, they can feel quite pushy uh, to other people because they they see a lot and without a, an opening or a space within the other to receive it can feel quite like a sense of rejection from, from projectors. So, so, sorry, from the other person. So, um, trying to sort of honour my energy levels, I have quite a lot of spaciousness in in my day as a, you know, um, as a business owner. I I sort of focus high level one to one and have my days where I work, and then I integrate a lot of um, free time and spaciousness to almost to sort of scan the environment to see what do I feel as though people need guidance on and just open up a space of waiting rather than being in the energy of doing, doing, doing all of the time. So um, projectors, they they really do well to, um, I mean, we all do well to rest, but in particular because we've been very conditioned um, as projectors to try and keep up with the generators around us, the manifesting generators, just really finding a pace in your business that feels good for you as a projector and attuning to that natural role of guidance um, has been a key, key thing um, for me. I think also one of the big things is like not necessarily following the strategies that are out there that um or just using discernment in terms of whether I feel like the strategy speaks to my human design or not so um you know sometimes as you'll know like a lot of energy can go into launches and um there are certain seasons of the business where we have to really be on and um for my design it's a predominantly what we call receptive design so the more I try and be strategic in my design the more I'm taken away from my natural gifts so most of us are sort of a mixture of strategic and receptive energies in our design Um, and when you are receptive it really works quite well for you to um to be in the energy of being rather than doing. So you're you're kind of defined by your awareness, not what you do. So um, when you get strategic, um, 
it takes you away from your natural gift. So it's quite something quite nuanced to understand within your design. But this has been a real game changer for me. Um, naturally sort of receptive people, they can't quite measure what they're taking in. Um, and they don't quite know how much information is sort of being stored within what they do. So they work well when others draw out the energy from them. So they might not always be able to sort of off the cuff remember things and um, work very well with strategy but actually when they're left in their zone of genius to be and the information is pulled out of them by others there they enter that zone of genius um, so that's the sort of another kind of nuance I really lean into being quite passive in the way that I work um, as opposed to focused and strategic and you know bus- being busy and focusing on the details for example Another example is is using what I call my profile. So I've got my public role is is known as the role model hermit. And everyone has a public role in their human design. And it really speaks to how you show up in line. So um, show up in your marketing, show up as yourself. And um, for me, the energetic sort of traits of mine are really just being an embodiment of authenticity. And that's how people are drawn towards me, to being that role model. So practicing what I preach, authenticity being a core value of mine in business. And um, just, yeah, showing up in, in, in a way that is like me, trusting in my design to to do business um, and trusting in my natural gifts as well so those are sort of I guess three of the core ways that you might say that I've um yeah that I often integrate it's so interesting isn't it and I think you know when I started to understand the manifestors and the generators and how they are the combination of both like it, it definitely gave me the permission slip to be the person that's like and on to the next thing but knowing where I get to also weave things in place to be able to sustain you know sustain my business because I can't always be the next thing and the next thing and the next thing because you know I I, I also get to create transformation for people and I can't always be as quick <laughs> they hit their journey isn't always going to be as quick as mine so it's sort of really knowing where to pull in support and where I think for me such a big thing and I think it's why I've come up you know my strap line is spirituality meets strategy because for mm. me the leading from the heart honoring my desires and getting things you know getting things off the ground through the strategy but you're so right in there is no one magic formula. And for me, it's always about well, what feels good. Like I can give you a strategy, but what feels good? And then you mm. get to create your own strategy based on, you know, um, what you've learned and what feels good. And I think it's a, really about knowing that there's not no one magic formula, knowing that there's a balance and knowing when to lean into and doing the things that you love, but also, um, you know, creating creating a strategy to be able to support that you know it's the permission slip like you say of I'm going to start all of this and um you know for me you know it's like and can you help me finish it or who do we need to bring in to um make this an even better service for my clients you know yes yeah I love that and you know with your with your design in particular you have 
you have a lot of energy. You know, you've got the, the sacral center defined, which is that, that center of, sort of life force energy. And you've also got the heart center, which is the center of willpower and determination. So I imagine what happens is when you put your heart into something and you are doing something that you love, then you can really um, achieve this sort of sense of magnetic mastery and bring out the best in, in others as well. So having like really moving with the heart and um, leading from from the heart I think is is a powerful part of your design and you just have a gift of being able to intuit what people need um so you know you might have a client who's a projector who doesn't have a lot of core energy in their design and they're trying to keep up with a strategy that is 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 made for generators and manifesting generators and they're just not getting the results because they're not in their zone of genius and they don't have that fuel that perhaps you do so I think that's so powerful to help you know, your clients realise and to just ask that question of like, how does it feel good? Like, does it feel good for you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there's so much about kind of the ownership of of who we are, who we truly are. I remember, I, you know, I've got a certain friend that would always say, God, you just get so much done. And I would always take it not as a positive. <laughs> I'd be a bit like, is there something wrong with me? Like, oh, you know, but actually that is sort of who I am. But it's, you know, knowing like you said, you know, if you're trying to keep up, you know, we don't want to get to the point where we're burnt out. And I know now that there is part of me that needs a lots of deep, deep, deep nourishment. I need a lot of alone time because I know that that helps me get into my heart, honour my desires and be able to be that fire starter for others. And absolutely, you know, I know that one of my gifts is that if people come to me, and, oh, I just am all out of ideas or I will be the person that's like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Because I know I have the energy for it, you know, and it's, 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 we all get to kind of just really um, experience and explore it, don't we? It's, you know, something that like anything in business, we're all exploring. Does that work for me? No, it doesn't. How can I make it work for me? You know, is it in line with my values? Um, does it help me show up mm. in an authentic way? You know, we're, there's so much that we get to explore and human design can be a really beautiful part of that journey. Yeah. Yeah. Like you say, one big sort of permission step and, um, it's funny, my partner's a manifesting generator and at the beginning of our relationship, I was just trying to keep up with him all the time and I couldn't understand. He'd just want to do so much and get so much stuff done and I'd be like, I just need to be on the sofa and like not try and keep up with your pace because, you know, I just don't have the inherent sort of energy to keep going at the at the pace that you do and it's beautiful that you do but it was only when I sort of started to honour really myself and started to see myself and didn't see that ability to keep up with him or, sorry not to keep up with him as a failure for example that I I felt quite empowered in in who I was and it gave me confidence to just be like do you know what we're all different and we've got different ways of I almost see it as like sailing this journey of life so we've all got we've kind of come in with these these boats or these different engines of and different ship sizes and some of them have come motorized with a big generator on them and others are just sort of you know maybe like um a sailboat that doesn't have as much power behind it but when it learns how to catch the sails of you know the, the boat in front of it will catch the winds and um navigate in a way that feels authentic to it and, and use its own natural gifts and skills, then the journey becomes much smoother instead of trying to be somebody else. You know, we're all going on that same journey across the river in this lifetime. It's not a race. It's just we've all come in with these different um, tools, these different um, 
vehicles to help us move across the journey. And when we surrender to our uniqueness and we surrender to that vehicle, that's when things become more like we can row downstream as opposed to trying to row upstream. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that feels like a really nice thing to kind of end on like we're at the final quarter of 2021 we you know we, we get to look at what does that you know next year 2022 look like for us and actually how can we work to our strengths mm. um and our the word that you use uniqueness you know there is no one magic formula for anyone for any business so how do we really allow our uniqueness to come through and show up in that way Something you you mentioned was self sovereignty, and I'd love it. It's a word. The word sovereign has been used a lot in the coaching space um, over the last year, two years. What does self sovereignty mean to you? Mm. So, uh, for me, I think it's about um, really showing up in my own power. Um, and embracing that kind of inner queen energy that I have um, in in my design and and trusting in myself. I spent a lot of time outsourcing my power, like outsourcing to other people to not because I didn't trust in in myself. um, I, yeah, I let go of a lot of power. And I think part of my journey this year in particular has been about regathering that strength and that sovereignty and um, just imagining you know in any given situation any given scenario in my business like how would a queen lead how would somebody who is in their sovereignty and their full expression of their power how would they lead and I think another thing that comes to mind is that I don't have to do everything you know um uh, the queen she has helpers <laughs> she has people who you know her not her servants but she has people who support her and I think that's been a big thing for me of just allowing that support in and part of me being in my power and showing up as um you know a sovereign being and in my full authenticity I can't do it all alone and so where can I draw on support as well um so that's been, I think, a, a, something that's really ignited um, that, yeah, inner sort of queendom energy that 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 I think lives inside of all of us, but perhaps we've either outsourced or suppressed for some, you know, one reason or another. Yeah, absolutely. And and by operating, living, breathing, experiencing life from our own sovereignty, we give permission to other people to do the same you know in being a sovereign being ourselves we inspire others to do the same and you're so Mm -hmm. true the way that we've been oppressed the way that you know perhaps we haven't been able to set boundaries or you know our self Mm -hmm. self self-belief like so much of this can stop us really stepping into that that sovereignty and what's beautiful now and I'm sure you we all agree with me is that we're seeing a lot of women step into that space of mm. you know here I am and here's my fullest expression but here's my boundaries <laughs> and yes. you know don't overstep that boundary um and it's really we we you know we get to show up in a really graceful and humble way but in this this is what I'm available for this is what I'm not and I think the more that we can tune into that in our businesses as well we're not going to reach burnout we're going to be able to keep boundaries we're going to be able to you know set the parameters so that we have the energy that we need to give to be our best versions and also the level of service that we want to deliver 
um, you know, in our businesses. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Like almost like, where are you leaking your energy? Um, you know, where are you sort of, um, not in your full power and leaking your energy? Cause your clients are going to feel that, aren't they? I think energetically what's happening from a human design perspective in the collective is that we are moving from an age of old sort of agreements and structures and paradigms um, that are breaking down and crumbling because they no longer support us as individuals and into a time where there is a rise of the individuals, almost like a rise from the rising phoenix, you know, like the ashes have sort of been burnt down of the previous ways and now we're rising as individuals and what is the way that we can, you know, how can we support ourselves in in that in that movement of, you know, no longer up for that bargain or that exchange where, well, we have to ask ourselves now, like, is the deal sweet enough? You know, does this feel good for me? Instead of being in that energy of sort of giving and burning out and and um, and ending up where we don't feel sovereign, we don't feel in our power. Um, so I think there, yeah, there's definitely a shift that's happening in the collective um, where I think these old strategies or strategies that we've kind of currently employing, I do think we're going to start to see a sort of crumbling of them as as the individual begins to step into their power and rise yeah I absolutely love this you're reminding me of a conversation I had with a client earlier and she was saying that she you know we've got to the point where like we're not doing discounts anymore there's no more discounts and she's noticed that Mm. you know there have been some people that have you know come off the newsletter um because she's not offering these discounts anymore and I'm like let them go yes they are not going to be the they're not in alignment with who you are now. That's it. And they might not ever be. And if they want to come back, then that's great. But you have risen and you've up-leveled and you're expanding. And now you're going to be calling in the idle clients who want you for you because they value who you are and what you get to help them transform in their lives, you know? So it's a process of peeling away the old layers of who we've been told to be or how we feel that we should be operating and being in the world and now it's like actually who am I who am I you know Mm. and what are my desires and how do I get to step into that and oh for me that is everything that I'm about in my own practice and you know I know what human design can can offer us in allowing us to build that self-confidence and self-sovereignty ultimately Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think to, to um, I, you know, that's so powerful to sort of, you know, feel into the situation and see like, is this working energetically for me or not? Like, does this, does this feel aligned or not? And if it doesn't, then to, yeah, to release that. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I love that. And I think as well comes that energy of like persuasion. I often think like if we're, if we're trying to sort of I don't know if you've been there in a situation where you feel as though you're trying to persuade somebody um, or you, or they're expecting you to perhaps convince them that your offering is, is the one for them. Um, I, like for me, that is not necessary. You know, if, if, if somebody feels aligned and there's an attunement to your vibration, then they will enter into that space. Yeah, absolutely. And what comes with that? Trust. Yes. You know, how much more can you trust in yourself? How much more can you trust in your intuitive hits? How much more can you trust that you have the answers? How much more can you trust 
to create a strategy that's going to work for you. You know, it's there's so much beauty in this exploration of trust in our businesses. You know, it's not for the faint I don't think. <laughs> it's it, it. Yeah, exactly. I I always like to be. You know, transparency is one of my values, and I'm always like, okay, guys, this isn't a sexy conversation, but we're going to have it anyway. You know. <laughs> Um, because it's it's there, it's in those, you know, those slightly challenging, you know, somewhat courageous conversations. Actually, we, we you know, we, we make the biggest shifts and we have the biggest impact. So, yeah, let's not shy away from it. Um, I would love, final question, to know what does being, living uh, as a magnetic woman mean to you? Mm. Oh, yeah, beautiful. I think so... What comes to mind is the idea of, um, well, what we've been speaking about really is, is trust trust in yourself. So the people that um, I feel I am most drawn to or most magnetic are the ones that exude that inner trust and confidence and, um, yeah, sovereignty and power and, um, and not necessarily going to waver um, too much in the face of, of advertise of you know advertisement because they actually have that anchor within themselves um, that can be very very attractive um, and for me I yeah I like to to be a magnetic woman is to just like trust in yourself and your inner gifts and your um, you know the light that you are shining everyone is shining a light in this lifetime and the more we step into what makes us unique and um, and see how powerful that we can be the, the the brighter that light shines and the brighter our energy field becomes so um, for me a lot of it is about like embracing your individuality um, and the unique role that you're here to to play or to serve in this lifetime I think we all come in with this energy of service in some way and um yeah how can we step into that energy and, and, and shine that light as bright as we can um by by nurturing that sense of self-love and self-trust um and self-empowerment mm, juicy so juicy thank you thank you thank you so Livy, Business by Design um, is available. I have signed up. Um, I encourage all of you listening to sign up. Um, where can people find you? Yes, yeah, sure. So um, I hang out mostly on on Instagram at I underscore am underscore Livy underscore. And then just my website, really. Those are just the two channels that I have. So my website is embodiedhumandesign.com. Um, so you'll find me there and um, that's where you can sign up to my course which is Business by Design a self-paced or self-study um, course that teaches you how to apply your human design to your business to prosper um, and yeah I do one-to-one readings as well but I currently have um, a long wait list for that so um, yeah if you're interested to pop, pop your name on the wait list um, but it might be some time um, before I'm able to, to get there with the readings. Um, so, yeah, that's me. That's that's where, where, where you'll find me. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here on the Magnetic Woman podcast. Thank you for having me. Loving you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Bye.